0: a man and woman can just be friends, or do you think they have to be married and host a podcast together?
2: I mean, those are the only two options. Welcome to Talking Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm
0: I'm David Streepy for Talking Tofu with Becky and David.
2: This week on the show, we drink de la calle tapache and watch when Harry met Sally. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We have so many cans over here.
0: Yeah, I I got a sampler. Like I guess are we gonna just start talking about it?
2: Yeah, let's introduce you don't, you don't this really drink. Do you want to know how I am? Oh honey. Oh. I do want to know how you are. Tell me.
0: I'm good. Thanks. How are you?
2: Do you wanna expound?
0: Expound?
1: <laughs> no.
2: I'm also good. Yeah. I played Animal Crossing this okay. morning, which okay. not newsworthy. Yeah. Wow! But friend of the show Marilyn uh, and her kids came yep. and visited my island, yep. and it was really fun. Yeah,
0: it's, it's wintertime on the island.
2: It is. Today was the first day of winter oh, on I didn't my know Animal that. Crossing. Yeah, everything's covered in wow. snow. it's a magical winter wonderland. Yeah, yeah. The the um the carnival area that I made that's all pink and mint green really pops.
0: Well. You're not the only one with big news. Oh, yeah, I got uh, Earth Balance sticks at Target yesterday.
2: Pew pew. And yeah,
0: I'm gonna gonna do a little baking later <gasps> with them.
2: What are you gonna make? just
0: checks mix. It's just easier with the sticks. So
2: it is easier to measure. It's just big
0: news. That is big in news. in my life.
2: I didn't know that that was such a. They have them at Kroger. I yeah. can get them anytime.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, it it sucks for not baking.
2: Yeah, for not baking, you want the tub.
0: So you need the tub for spreading, mm-hmm. and the sticks for baking.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You want to, you want to spread with the tub,
2: and bake with the stick,
0: and bake with the stick.
2: That's classic. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. It's The
0: classic stick spread divide. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. What's the what's the objective of Animal Crossing Winter? And I know the obje- there is no objective of Animal Crossing, but what is What is the thing that you got to do that you're not going to be able to do once winter is over?
2: Um, There are a couple of things. Uh, They are related. So the first thing is that there are snowballs that you roll up to make snowmen. That's
0: every winter, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. You asked what to do in the winter. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know that there's anything special this year. What's this
0: big snowflake shit you've been talking about all day?
2: Well... So when you make a snowman and he's perfect, then you get a big snowflake, a large snowflake, and you can only really get them. Th- so they're rare and hard to get, especially if you suck at making snowmen like I do, even though I have done now, I think, two Animal Crossing winters.
0: Well, tell hard about it. You just push too long or not enough.
2: Yeah. Like you have to get the ratio of head to body just right. Mm. And um, <laughs> I just cannot figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sometimes my snowmen end up upside down somehow. I'm really bad at it. It's
0: a little strange that the game would have this layer of, like, ideal body, like, proportions to it, you know?
2: Just for the snowman. Right. Yeah, I
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) But that it's there at all.
2: Yeah. If you don't make it a perfect one, you don't get a large snowflake.
0: Because I think one of the things about snowmen, like... In the world, right, is that you can make whatever you want mm-hmm. and they're all great.
2: Yeah. You can't you know? customize your snowman at all.
0: In this one specific way, you have to make a classic snowman. Yeah. You have to make the ideal, you know, the snowman ideal.
2: Yeah. That really is kind of contrary to the point of Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah. So you need the large snowflakes because there's all these fun winter DIYs, like all this cool ice furniture that's really pretty and it glows at night. You uh-huh. can customize the color of it.
0: Did we just cancel Animal Crossing? Is Animal Crossing canceled? Yeah. Because of this body image thing?
2: I mean, absolutely not. What would I do with my spare time? <laughs> what are you well, looking at? Look out the window. The weather is wild right now. It's super foggy and windy. That's
0: not fog.
2: Oh. That's rain. Is that rain? Yeah. I can only see a little sliver of it and it's mostly tree branches. You were
0: speaking so authoritatively. <laughs> About what was happening out the window. You're looking at the window like it's coming at you with a knife.
2: <laughs>
0: and so I took it upon myself to move the blind mm-hmm. so that I could see appropriately out of the window. Yeah. And see that it was raining. It was very easy once I looked. Once I looked at the rain.
2: Oh, yeah. Y'all might even be able to hear the rain. They Shh. can't hear Shh. it. Well, sh- could you hear that? Oh. <laughs> Save me. Oh my God. Did you hear that? I heard that. I'm floating Tiggy! <gasps> oh my God. Look, there he is. Get him. Dig, go get I him. I, I'm recording the podcast. Oh no. Cadre's going to be devastated.
1: You can stop
0: for a minute. It's not long. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> I saved him. Did you? Yeah.
0: Is he here or did, did you just like pick him out of the water and send him on his way?
2: I put him into a hot bath because he was cold from. me. He's a menu. Him.
0: Oh,
2: shit. <laughs> I killed takey everybody. Dim Sim Kitty writes, I would 100% try that PB&J burger just for kicks if I knew I'd have more visits to try other things. Oh. If I only had one visit, the Swiss melt sounds amazing. This is in reference to our... Yeah, burger episode in which we discuss the entire amazing menu, yeah. which includes all kinds of great burgers. One of which is a PB and J burger with gouda. Is that right? All vegan, all vegan, everyone. It's a Beyond beef patty with sliced red onion, peanut butter, strawberry jelly, and melted smoked gouda cheese on an wow. organic buttered bun. Yeah. And we were saying could go either way. Well, you hate hot peanut butter, so it's a hard no for you
0: hate hot peanut butter
2: yeah peanut sauces are a hard pass for dave if i want peanut sauce it's on the side which is very topical
0: what oh yeah yeah if i am nauseous and need to accelerate the throwing up process thinking of hot peanut butter is one of the triggers that'll like tilt me over the edge
2: wow that's wild yeah gross
0: it stopped raining by the way dims completely stopped raining
2: sim Kitty you're not going to comment on that at all that was a it's very quick a pl- intense rain yeah not a, not a drop
0: not a drop is falling
2: not a drop marry
0: a drop from the sky
2: the clouds are empty dim sim Kitty great letter I agree and I really uh, think the point about if you could come back again because I don't know if I'd want to roll the dice if it were my only visit to Yabracker yeah. but as someone who lives in Atlanta that's true I could just if it's not great I could just come back.
0: You know, to an extent. Because I mean, it's not a cheap these things aren't burger. cheap. Yeah, yeah.
2: True, true, true. But like, if you were if you had a coupon, there you go. Then you'd try it. You
0: hearing a yeah, C A Burger?
2: <laughs> Send us coupons. Let's get that.
0: Let's get that sweet coupon.
2: Okay, so I looked up what tapache was because I'm not super familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I had like a vague idea based on the marketing around it, but. Um, I wanted to make sure I actually knew. So, tapache is a Mexican drink and it is traditionally made with fermented pineapple peels and rind. So, it's kind of like a food waste product. Yep. Um, like kombucha, it's non alcoholic and it has like all the good probiotics. Yeah. But there's no tea in it usually. Hmm. And you can also use it as a mixer. Like, you could make kind of a shandy sort of situation, mix it oh. up, with, mix it half and half with beer. With beer? Yeah. That's a thing. Huh. Yeah. Should I do that? You want to go get a beer?
0: It's It's not.
2: It is early, but what so what? What time is it? We're it's... not going anywhere. Do it.
0: I don't know. Let's think about it. Maybe let's try these as is. Yeah. And then depending on how I'm feeling about those. Yeah. Then maybe. The other thing is just because you can mix it with beer, like doesn't mean it, you can. All we have in the fridge are IPAs.
2: Oh, yeah. That might not be great. Yeah. So the structure of when Harry met Sally is, is it is the story of this couple and how they met. And it's a very long story. What are their names? Their names are, brace yourselves, Harry and Sally. Uh-huh. And interspersed be- like between plot points are these older couples telling the story of when they met decades and decades ago. And it's a very sweet movie. It was one of my favorite movies as a tween and teen. Yep. It is very near and dear to my heart. And watching it with you. First of all, how did, have we been together so long? And I didn't know you'd never seen this movie. Yeah,
0: I've we missed. We, we shot over that point. This movie where that. We should, I've never seen this movie. I've never seen When Harry Met Sally. I'd seen the diner scene.
2: Yeah, that's iconic. There are so many iconic moments in this movie. Things that I quote.
0: <laughs> you, yeah. Maybe
2: you thought I was wittier than I was. <laughs>
0: I uh, <laughs> never. I
2: you didn't think I was witty in the first place.
0: N- stop that. I am JK. I there's we'll get into it.
2: Okay. So First of all, this movie was very expensive to rent, and we almost didn't rent it because it was $6 to rent <sighs> instead of $4. <laughs> yeah. But at first we thought we were going to have to buy it. So I think that soured us a little, and then we were like, it's so expensive to rent. But yeah. then we did it, and I'm glad we did. Um, so the movie opens, and we meet this couple. They're sitting on a couch like they're being interviewed documentary style. There's beautiful floral wallpaper behind them. And um, they're talking about how they have been married for 50 years. And they only knew each other two weeks before they got married. And uh, the man talks the whole time. The woman never says a word. And mm. I just remember the pained, pained look she gives the camera. He says, mm. we've been married ever since. And she cuts to the camera with her eyes. And she just looks exhausted. <laughs> so the first drink we're going to try, we're going to pep up. This is the pineapple spice traditional flavor. I feel like we're
0: pretty peppy. I feel like her energy's pretty high.
2: I meant compared to this lady.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were critiquing how we've been doing so far. No. Okay. All right.
2: Ooh, is there clove are there cloves in it?
0: Ingredients filtered water, turbinado sugar, pineapple, cultures, erythenol. Sweetener. Agave? Pineapple extract, black pepper extract, cinnamon extract. Cinnamon's what you're tasting.
2: Mm-hmm. And black pepper, what a nice combination.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's really interesting.
2: Yeah, I like it. The black pepper gives it a little bit of like a flowery flavor. Like the black pepper combined with the cinnamon almost gives it a clovey, like yeah. floral spice. Oh, it's nice.
0: I feel like I feel like I could do without the cinnamon. I feel yeah? like it'd be perfect without the cinnamon. Yeah. Cinnamon kind of takes it in a direction that is like, is something wrong?
2: You think so? Okay. Yeah. Well, if this were like, I think it's got a real holiday vibe. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like I it. I can see it. I am eager to try the others, but we're going to hold off.
0: So I was was reminded during this, reminded or discovered during this, that there was a period where Billy Crystal was attractive or was positioned as an attractive lead where I feel like most of my familiarity with him in like Throw Mama from the Train, um, City Slickers, and Princess Bride, obviously, like that he's super made up and old in that. but uh, And from like SNL too. Was that he was kind of a sad sack and kind of like I don't I don't know. Like again, like I'm hesitating because I just dinged Animal Crossing for being body (laughs) negative or whatever. But like kind of he's portrayed as being wimpy. Yeah. You know?
2: I would say to your point, this era you're talking about is like mid eighties and the nineties and seventy seven. Oh, yeah, I guess so it was when
0: it starts and the movie came out in eighty four
2: right, but you're saying his career
0: right, right, right
2: mid eighties, yeah, to the and the nineties, like that was the way the world thought men like him were, you yeah. know what I mean, like I think of the time it's very yeah. of the time to think of him that way,
0: but then I think here he's not really portrayed that way, yeah, he's portrayed as an ideal,
2: well, not at first, but yeah, but yeah, he's portrayed his as attitude someone is women the problem, are
0: not to. his appearance. You yeah. know, and that's yeah. different from how other movies kind of tend to portray. Like they don't make a meal out of how he's not attractive and he's not not attractive, you know, like he's just not a heartthrob.
2: Right. Which is what usually the yeah. like, romantic lead in a movie like this would be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was surprised at that. I didn't hate it.
2: Yeah, it was just.
0: But it it made me think, A, how even like the ideal, like the, the hunks back in the 70s and 80s would just get torn to shreds today and how maybe he he was in better company than I'm giving him credit for at the time. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. So when we first meet Harry and Sally, Harry is making out with his girlfriend and saying goodbye. They've just graduated from college and Sally pulls up. They yeah. are. He's dating Amanda yeah and Sally is a friend of Amanda's and so they Amanda has kind of paired them up because they both are going to New York so uh-huh. Sally has the car Harry needs a ride and Sally needs a co-driver because it's an 18-hour trip yep and there's a
0: lot of kissing in this movie there's a lot he of, does a lot of kissing in this movie a
2: lot of close up kissing yeah, where they, yeah,
0: where yeah, yeah, they yeah. look like
2: they're eating yeah and I don't like yeah. it
0: <laughs> a lot of like both lips trying to both sets of lips trying to be on the outside type kissing
2: yeah It's really weird. Yeah. So the first thing that he does in the car is spit grape seeds all over the window. Offers her a grape. Offers her a grape and then eats one and then spits the seeds all over the window because he doesn't realize it's rolled up.
0: I don't want you to revisionist history the the trip like she does later. Yes. He's got (laughs) good moments too. Yes.
2: So they argue basically the whole way to New York. the noteworthy arguments they have are Casablanca, uh-huh. where Sally takes the wrong side of, of of Casablanca. She thinks that she that Ingrid Bergman should have left to become uh-huh. the queen or whatever uh-huh. instead of staying with the man that she loves. I never saw that movie. And as Harry said, had the best sex of her life with. Yeah. Um did so- you see that movie? I've seen it many times, but it's been a long time, too. I
0: never
2: saw. Well, you've seen Overdrawn at the Memory Bank, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you're familiar with yeah. Um And then uh, this is when we're also introduced to how Sally orders. Do you want to talk about that? Because I feel like it's very much the way I order.
0: <laughs> um, no, I think between the two of us, you're the far less picky.
2: Do you think so? Yeah, you're the hairy. Am I?
0: Yeah, Are you'll we- take the plate as is.
2: Really? You yes. think so?
0: I'm the one who's asking for everything on the side, which is what you're you're getting at. Yeah. Is that Sally is very specific with her order, gets things on the side and then like makes it just the way that she wants it. And that she actually says that at some point in the movie.
2: Yeah. She She's, says it then. I like things how I like them. I like
0: them how I like them. And when she said that, I was like, that's how I, that's how I treat my food.
2: I think we're both Sally.
0: I don't. I have never heard you make a complicated order at a restaurant that wasn't the standard, just veganizing something. You Maybe know? that's
2: what it is. I always feel like as I approach a server, I'm like, buckle up, sir, because here we go. Right.
0: You pre apologize for being vegan.
2: Yeah. I think that, ooh, yeah, I think that is what I do.
0: But you're also like, whereas I'm drafting off of your pre apology. So I'm not completely othering you because I am benefiting from that as well and not having to to introduce the fact that I'm being but um I'm the one who's like yeah I want the nuts but I don't want the nuts like mixed in. I want I want to determine what to do with the nuts. <laughs> and the salad dressing you're going to put too much on there. So just put it on the side and give it to me and let me decide how much salad dressing I'm going to put in. Like that sort of thing. Yeah. I think you only get a little bit Sally when Like when we went out to eat in Asheville a couple of weeks ago and there was no vegan option on the menu. Like we had to get elbows deep in the menu with the server Oh gosh! and figure out what to make. And they were very accommodating, but that was where you had to be really particular. And that was like, without doing that, you weren't going to get anything. It wasn't that you weren't going to get what you wanted. You weren't going to get anything.
2: Yeah. That server was an angel. Yeah. She went and got an iPad that had... Because they keep they have an iPad with all the ingredients for every dish so so they can accommodate food allergies. Yeah. And she just brought that iPad on over and we picked and choosed and built our own meal. Yeah. It was a delicious meal. So
0: but I think you're pretty you're pretty hairy.
2: Oh, well, thank yeah. you. I always think of myself not to I jump ahead in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am hairy. But if I also I do think of myself as a high maintenance. Really? Lady. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm quite high maintenance. We'll mm. get to that later. Uh that's a, a point that comes up in the movie. Okay. It's the first time I'd ever heard that term. Oh, really? Was in that movie. I mean as it oh. okay. when in the okay. in the eighties okay. when okay. it came out. Um I guess I was I said that there were a couple of arguments, but I guess really the other thing I wanted to mention was the culmination of the Casablanca argument where Harry said, Oh, I get it. And she was like, What do you get? And he said, You've never had an orgasm. Oh. And they were going into a diner and I thought, oh, I didn't realize the diner scene oh. happened so early in the movie, but then it, it doesn't. It's right. a, they go on a di- into a diner on this road trip yeah. and it's just to establish the on the side stuff. The orgasm scene that everyone's probably already familiar with comes much later.
0: But also I think it's worth, and you pointed this out, like she was dressed very conservatively. The shorts. Right. Pleated, she had pleated long shorts. khaki to the knee. Had like a cardigan. Mm-hmm. button down shirt for she was on a road trip an it's- 18 hour road trip <laughs> and she was dressed like very not nice but like nice like casual like capital c casual yeah you know and not like he's in a sweatshirt and jeans you know yeah um but i think what what you didn't cover was the he tells her that she's attractive like, he says it matter-of-factly that that's she's attractive. The other argument they have. And she is it, just like, how dare you? You're dating my friend. You're, and he's like, I, I just said, you know, you're attract- You're not not attractive. And then that kind of kicks off a conversation of whether or not men and women can be friends if they're both attractive.
2: And this argument is like a crux of the movie. So right. that's important right. that they had that early on. And he said that in the car –
0: He said it in the diner.
2: In the diner. On the way out
0: of the diner. And then in the car, she's like, just drop it. And then in the car, he asks if they want to grab a motel for the night. Yeah. And he's like, you see me not dropping it? (laughs) So, like, shitty move on his part. But I think that's that's Harry's whole thing is that he just doubles down on his opinion. But also, like, the thing that we're told about Harry, both from Harry himself and from those who know Harry, is that um, he'll pretty much have sex with anyone.
2: Yes, go to bed with. They love to say yeah, go to bed yeah. in this movie and I find it so jarring because it's a phrase that seems just right. so antiquated. I don't know why. Yeah. But every time they say it I'm like go to bed with. Yeah. It like, seems like a really specific like there was a writer and right. that's how they always say it. Yeah. Anyway. Like
0: like he has this mentality of like well you got to have sex and what you're doing with relationships around that is or is not important but the sex part it has to be a constant
2: yeah yeah which is just
0: alien to sally
2: yes and they never really show him with any other women unless he's dating them right they don't show any of these casual hookups but it's very it's mentioned many times throughout the movie yeah like it's very clearly part of his character yeah so um, the last thing I want to say about this eighteen-hour road trip is they arrive when they're drive. There's a point at which it cuts out, and you can just see the car driving. Mm-hmm. They have brought very few belongings mm-hmm. for starting a brand new life in a new city. Mm-hmm. Harry has two like big laundry duffel bags. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sally has like two suitcases, and she has a trunk strapped to the top of a car of the car and a house plant. She brought a house plant, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I don't know if that was just.
0: I think it's like College Kid Bohemian.
2: Yeah, I guess Like you're just so. leaving
0: college to go start your life and you got nothing. I feel like that might have been more common back then.
2: All right. So we are at the next couple.
0: I thought these couples were, I mean, okay. Are they
2: actors? That's a good question.
0: I spent a lot of time being like, who, who is that?
2: Oh, yeah. there. It's interviews with people who worked for the production company. Huh. And some of them made it into the movie. And it must be these are the four couples. That's cute. It is really cute. The
0: first time I thought, I was just trying to game out because I knew this was a romance movie. The first couple I thought was going to be them.
2: Oh, them later. Right. That would have been cute.
0: Yeah. But I'm kind of glad that it wasn't. And I'll talk a little bit about, but uh, we'll talk about it later.
2: So um, we are at the next couple. And the next couple was high school sweethearts. They met in high school. They fell in love. They got married. They've been married forever. And the the line that sticks out to me from that sweet interview is, her face was burned on my brain. It makes (laughs) me laugh every time. And I love it so much. Wait, were they in high school – they, no, they were high school sweethearts, and then they fell out of touch.
0: Right, and thirty-four years later, yeah, yeah, they yeah, re- they came, encountered each other on the street, and he remembered. He said her, she hadn't changed a bit, and she said the same.
2: And they were, oh, they were so sweet. Gosh, they were so sweet.
0: And I was like, that's not true.
2: They were sweet. That's
0: the they hadn't changed a bit. Part oh, it was yeah. like that's not true.
2: And they were so sweet, sweet. <laughs> Like this ginger apple <laughs> tapache that we are about to drink. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do you want me to read the ingredients and, and get you ready for any potential herbs and spices?
0: No, let's go in blood. Oh, you almost just spilled it all over.
2: Did I? Oh, that is nice. I like this one way better. And I liked the other one, but I really like this one.
0: This one is refreshing. The other one is fun.
2: I feel like the other one almost could be like a booze stand-in. Yeah. It gives you like a little bit of a sipping vibe like wine. But this one is just like, yeah, like refreshing and very like, you could drink it faster.
0: The different ingredients in this one, of course, apple juice, uh, ginger extract, black pepper still in it, cinnamon still in it.
2: The cinnamon's a lot more mild. It feels
0: like the cinnamon's like a staple of these.
2: Yeah, cinnamon is usually, is often part of Tapache. I don't think I read that in this but it's often part of it.
0: Got it. Yeah, there's refreshing.
2: In this one, I feel like the sweetness from the apple you don't causes you to not get the cinnamon and black pepper until it's in your throat. So it's like mm-hmm. nice and warming. With the other one, the cinnamon was like in the front of your mouth, like a, a little more of a boom.
0: I, I think that apple and cinnamon work more naturally together
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: than pineapple and cinnamon. Like in pineapples here too, pineapple extract is obviously part of it. Mm-hmm. But... When you don't have the apple, I think that's what you're talking about. Like You don't have that mediator who like Apple knows pineapple really well and Apple knows cinnamon really well. Pineapple and cinnamon don't really know each other very well. So Apple's kind of in the middle being like, guys, 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 you're saying the same thing.
2: Apple is the Amanda. The Amanda? She knows them both and gets them together for an 18 hour road trip.
0: Oh, Amanda in the movie. Yeah.
2: Okay. (laughs) He thought I meant Amanda, my sister. Sure. Okay, so now it's the 80s. It's five years later. And this is when you could walk someone to the gate mm-hmm. at the airport. A golden age. Yeah.
0: So it's LaGuardia, right? I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, I think so. And this time, Sally is making out with someone. Yeah.
0: Just really going to town. Yeah. Just two blonde heads. You can't even see their faces. Just
2: trying to eat Just each like other's this faces. Just like Aryan makeout. Ugh. Yeah. And uh, Harry walks by, stops backs up and you think he's going to be like Sally, but he actually knows her boyfriend, Joe.
0: Yeah. Joe has got veneers on.
2: Oh yeah, Yeah. for sure. Joe is- Those
0: are some some white uniform teeth.
2: He is a very 80s guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Blonde businessman with veneers. Yeah. And a tan. It is a lot of 80s.
0: But I bet he was probably pretty good at kissing.
2: I don't know. He looked like he was just devouring her whole face. That
0: seemed to be what everybody wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see one kiss that wasn't that?
2: <laughs> That's a good point. So it turns out that Harry and Sally, oh, Joe tells Sally he loves her right before, for the first time right before she gets on the plane. And then it turns out that Harry and Sally are on the same flight. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: They don't act like they know each other.
2: Oh, yeah. They act like they don't know each other. Right. Well, Harry doesn't remember her. She no, acts like she doesn't. He
0: remembers her.
2: I thought no, because on the plane he remembers her when she orders her drink. He's like, Oh, I know you.
0: I think that he recognizes her when you they're together and he he act, he notices that she's not responding with her eyes and trying to look away.
2: Oh yeah. And I
0: think he's he's respecting that.
2: Okay. Boundaries. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that.
0: And then Choosing this opportunity on the plane to be himself. Yeah. And like get in there, you know, So like he's her. Yeah. Because so she's he, like averting her eyes and like turning her head away, being like, don't notice me. Don't notice me.
2: So he ends up right behind her on the. You're going too fast. I'm sorry. Because I'm, yeah.
0: he, when, he, when Harry leaves, she's like, thank God he didn't notice me. I spent the worst drive of my life six years ago with him. And that's where she's like. He's like, what happened? And she says, he made a pass at me, even though he was with uh with my friend at the time. And he just would not. He was just relentless. Like she totally like selectively remembered what their experience was. Yeah. And I couldn't tell if it was if she was just trying to go for the story there or if that was really like her full read on their entire drive was just the fact that he made the pass at her.
2: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like in in a way that those are the main beats of that drive right. for her because she got so mad because at the time she was really good friends with Amanda,
0: right? Whose name was,
2: she can now not even remember. That was the other thing she couldn't
0: remember her friend's name that she was such a staunch defender of.
2: Yes. So yes. now they're on the yeah. plane. Okay, you may proceed. And she jumped over a huge. I did. Hedge. I did. Okay. So now they're on the plane, Harry. Ends up seated right behind her, which we realize when Sally orders her drink, which is, do you have Bloody Mary mix? (laughs) No, 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 wait. I'd like a cup of tomato juice filled up about three quarters and then a splash of Bloody Mary mix, just a splash. Mm -hmm. And then there was something on the side. And I can't remember what that was Mm, on the side. Oh, a, a piece of lime, but on the side. Yeah. And um, that's when Harry leans in and is like, "Sally." (laughs) (laughs) And their seat, uh, so she—they are having this like cross conversation. He's behind her. He's behind her. She's in the middle seat, and he's on the end. So they're having this diagonal conversation. So the person next to Sally is like in it. Yeah, he's and he is—he's here for it. Yeah. I would be so annoyed. I don't know. Maybe you'd be into it. But he's just, he's watching it like a tennis match with a big smile on his face. And finally, he's like, do you guys want to sit together? Yeah. And Harry's, before Sally can be like, no thanks, Harry's like, yeah. (laughs) And so they end up sitting together and chatting on the plane.
0: Yeah. Well, it comes out of that. They talk about Joe.
2: They talk about Joe and how they've been together for a month. Mm -hmm. And they talk about how Harry is engaged. Right. Harry's about to get married to Helen.
0: Yeah. And that he's, like, in love.
2: And he's madly in yeah, love. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so he's, like, all this, everything I was saying, all the bullshit I was saying changes when you're madly in love.
2: And you can see that Sally's, like, visibly shaken by this news because yeah. it goes against everything she's thought about Harry for the past six years. Yeah.
0: And she has thought about him for the past six years. She and remembered his name. hmm And not her friends.
2: And not her friends. That's a good point yeah. that I hadn't really thought about. So... I- not to jump over any other hedges, but my next note is about the next couple.
0: No, they're so they land. Okay. He invites her to dinner oh, to hang right. out as friends, and she like just turns them down flat.
2: No, she says, I thought you said men and women can't be friends
0: right, right.
2: And they have a whole conversation. And
0: that's when he said everything changes when you fall in love, isn't
2: it? Yeah. and then he was like, he went through this whole argument monologue with himself, yeah, where he was like, no, no, they can't. You're right. right. I was right, <laughs> right before. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then she says, uh, then they're both walking on the moving sidewalk and, but like their conversation is over. It's mm-hmm. like an awkward and she says something, she says goodbye yeah. and then they both start yeah. walking and then f- it's really awkward for about 10 paces and then he says, I'll, I'll just stop moving. And right. And she walks off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, th- and then is it the next time? So
0: both of these segments the trip to new york and the airport segment end with pretty definitive goodbyes yeah like that this is these are chance moments with somebody who you will not see again
2: nor do you want to
0: one being just like an opportunity an arrangement that ended and one being like a chance encounter a reunion but also like this is it it was neat to see you
2: yeah kind of confirming to her that he's awful yeah and him confirming that she's not someone yeah. that he wants to hang with, yep. really. Or I guess she rejects him.
0: Yeah. But in those two moments, like they get to know each other so well.
2: Yeah.
0: And they get to know about like who the other person is really well.
2: Yeah. They're very much themselves with each other. Right. I think almost partly because of the yeah. like transitory no, yeah. nature of their like one is a road trip and one is a flight. Like there's no
0: hooks to it, there's no baggage. To carry around because yeah. it's somebody who you can have an intimate moment with. Intimate, not in the romantic sense, right? But, but... you can be vulnerable around, yeah. And also, like, then it's over, mm-hmm. and that that's got to be pretty, uh,
2: like freeing. It's got to be
0: a relief, I think, like yeah, yeah. having those moments. And I think, like, I've had moments like that in in life where you like you find somebody, and it's a temporary relationship, lowercase r. And you like, you can really just open up to each other and be honest with each other in a way that you can't be with the people who are in your day to day life
2: because you'll never see this person right, again. Exactly, yeah, and totally. it's
0: it's very it's it's a big relief to to be able to do that. I agree. If only we had some way. That...
2: <laughs> I was about to say it's like therapy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy's the best. Everyone should yeah. go to it. Uh, am I jumping ahead? If I say that there's another. No. Okay, so the next. Couple that we meet is a couple that just keeps getting divorced. They were married and then divorced, and then he had several marriages and divorces, including some of which were with her. He can't even remember some of the ex-wife wives' mm-hmm. names. She remembers them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, and then they end up when you meet them and they're doing the interview. They're together and like madly in love. Yeah. And um, that that's kind of it—just tumultuous and hilarious. I didn't write down any notable lines, but was there anything out of that? that came out to you. No, I just out.
0: got a little dizzy with that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was all I was all turned around. Just like <laughs> uh around. like the like the orange turmeric <laughs> flavor.
2: Okay. Let me pour this one. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to do it over here so I don't make a mess. Ooh, that smells good. Ooh, it smells so tart. Nope. Oh, I like it.
0: Nope. It tastes really? like a lobby. It tastes like a lobby.
2: Oh, I'm getting Orangina vibes from it, and I love it.
0: Oh. I don't know what turmeric tastes like, but this has too much turmeric in it.
2: (laughs) Turmeric tastes like a tofu scramble.
0: I know that that's what makes it yellow.
2: That's also a flavor that's very present if you use enough to make it real yellow. uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not tasting tofu scramble in this, but the thing that I'm not tasting as much of as I want is the orange. And so it's got to be the turmeric that's preventing that. And I think there's too much of it. It makes it taste like a lobby.
2: Okay. Okay. I really like it. I'll finish that one. Let me
0: have another sip just for science. Hold on. Yeah, no, 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 Okay. no.
2: Oh, gosh. He can't even have the can next to him. Remove it. Mm -hmm. All right. Five years later. Five years later. Now we cut to brunch with Sally, her friend Marie, played by. Carrie Fisher. And then. Carrie
0: Fisher, Carrie Fisher. (laughs) Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher.
2: And uh, there's a friend. I don't even remember the friend's name. She's like the friend with kids. Yeah. Carrie Fisher is talking about the affair that she's been having with a married man. It's been ongoing. You can tell by the way they're talking about it, by the exhausted way that they keep saying he's never going to leave her. And Carrie Fisher always, every time one of their friends says he's never going to leave her, she says, you're right. You're right. I know you're right. Which is something that um, I used to say all the time. That line really stuck with me. I enjoyed it a lot. About me? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So they're having the brunch. Sally just broke up with Joe. Carrie Fisher pulls yeah. a Rolodex out of her purse. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the eighties.
0: That's pretty great. It's not so. It, it let's let's be clear because you're you're calling a paper tissue a Kleenex. Okay. Uh Rolodex. It it was not the dial. Turn the dial.
2: Oh yeah, it's like a thing. card file. It's
0: like a more like a recipe box. mm
2: Hmm. Just a recipe box of men. Yeah. All of whom, when she pulls them out, Sally's like, you already tried to set me up with him. He was awful. The first
0: one was. And then the second one she pulls out was married. And she dog ears the card and puts it back in. <laughs> which I thought was pretty good.
2: I enjoyed that too. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. She's broken up with Joe. She's not ready to get out there again. Yeah. Now we meet Jess.
0: Now we meet Jess, who's Bruno Kirby, who I love. Best part of City Slickers. I was delighted that he was in this movie.
2: He's great. I didn't
0: know that he and Billy Crystal had had this before City Slickers, you know. But they have a really, really great uh, rapport with each other. Like, they they yeah. play really well off of each other. It's a very, like, healthy,
2: non-toxic male relationship. Yeah. Which is so nice to see, especially yeah. in such an old movie. Yeah. It's
0: interesting, too, that you mentioned that because, like, this movie... Is dated obviously in the way that it thinks of and discusses sex, but I also feel like it's not super toxic. And I'm saying this is a white straight man, so call me on it if if I'm off base, but like it doesn't it it all feels pretty respectful. Harry's whole mentality of There's just got to be constant sex and relationship, not on top. You know, like I don't know about that. There's probably a better way to to position that, but I also think like that's a that's an acceptable stance.
2: Yeah, I think that attitude isn't necessarily toxic. I think roping a woman into sex and then lying about a squash game in the morning, yeah, Yeah. that's a which is something that he has said that he does. That's true. That's not cool like if everybody's on board with a one night stand that's fine yeah like there's nothing wrong like if if everyone's expectations right you know are aligned that's fine yeah do what you want but you know that's hurting these women that's not cool that's true but I do agree but they never show that and I feel like it's I feel like part of this movie is Harry's redemption story and I feel like that's made easier because if they did show him being so shitty to all these women it would be a lot harder to redeem him down the road
0: well I think that it's Harry seeing God, this was a lot more clearly formed like 15 seconds ago, oh, shit, but sorry. no, no, no. <laughs> like it's, I don't know that it's Harry's redemption story. So I see where you're headed with that, but it feels to me like this is Harry seeing the problem with, we're seeing the benefit of having something that's not what he had before. And a lifestyle that he defended, he's kind of seeing, like, that there that there is an alternative and maybe a benefit to being different.
2: I think also... But it's, he's not...
0: Sorry, he's not trying to be different, necessarily.
2: Right. I think it's more... I think, yes, and I think that it's him realizing that that's not really what he wants. Right. Because he... I mean, he's always a little bit promiscuous, but it gets really bad after the divorce, like starting now. Right. Spoiler, sorry for the next 30 seconds. Yeah. But after he and Helen split, it gets really bad. Right. And I think he, as the movie progresses, realizes that that's not what he actually wants. It's yeah. that he was using these women as a bandage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, and, the... and realizing that what he wants is a connection like he had with Helen, but he was too scared yeah. and so on.
0: And So the original point that I was making, though, um, was that it's frank, direct, and for the most part, respectful, the way that they approach sex in this. But Bruno Kirby and Billy Crystal's relationship in City Slickers is very not that. And Bruno Kirby is the Harry in that relationship where he has a very transactional relationship with sex. And he doesn't care about the feelings of the other person in the relationship mm-hmm. and is, like, proud of that, like, defend yeah. not having that, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting to see the, the difference in the two attitudes with yeah. the same two care with the same two actors, you know?
2: Totally. So the next scene is at a football game, and Harry is confiding in Jess that his wife Helen has left him it turns out that she's in love with someone else and he's telling just this heartbreaking story at a football game <laughs> yeah. but then at every major beat of the story they also participate in the wave that's right. going around <laughs> so he'll say something that's just like a real gut punch and then they stand up to do the wave
0: yeah
2: <laughs> it's well excellent
0: and just to dig a, a layer deeper on the divorce oh yeah let's like let's. she wants to she tells him that she wants to leave him she Wants to divorce, and then like the next day, the movers no, are there. No, or the movers are there that day. Like, gotcha,
2: like 10 minutes later, yeah. the movers arrive.
0: And so he finds out that she booked the movers a week ago. And then,
2: wait, there's a sh- the one of the movers how is wearing a shirt that says, oh. Don't fuck with Mr. Zero. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, yeah, but it's an important thing to know.
0: But he's like, Mr. Zero knew Mr. Before Zero I knew, yeah. <laughs> But
2: so he he asks Helen when she booked the movers. Yeah. And she says a week ago. And then he turns to the movers and is like, when did this woman book this job? Yeah. And they were like, two months ago. Oh, gotcha. And that Jess says, Mr. Zero knew about your divorce before you, and he says, Mr. Zero knew. Yeah.
0: Well, and the other part of it too is that he so there he's already kind of been burned by exactly what he was so proud of in his relationships like um but also he admits that he followed her around after that and discovered that she had actually left him for somebody else
2: and moved in with him
0: right and moved in with him
2: but at least he got the apartment
0: at least he got the apartment but the and
2: what an apartment
0: but he admits how humiliating it was to admit that he followed somebody around to find out what, what they were doing with their life, you know?
1: Yeah. Which I think was
0: a pretty vulnerable thing to say to a bro at a football game for sure. Yeah. Um, but also a very like self-aware and that's the thing about Harry. He is very self-aware. He is. They both are.
2: He talks about the darkness and how he reads the last page of the book in case he dies before he finishes. Right.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Which you see him do later in the movie.
0: Oh yeah. I missed that.
2: I wrote a note about it. So I'll, I'll make sure to mention it. It's later. So the next scene is in a bookstore. Is it the next scene? I don't know. We're not going scene by scene. We're going right. beat by beat. Yeah. So they're in a. Now we're in a bookstore. It's Sally and Marie, and they're in the self help section, looking at books about why your relationships are all in. Arguably, in
0: a <laughs> argu- they're arguably in a self help bookstore because. Every book is a self help book.
2: And every section seems like a subsection <laughs> right. of someone's looking at you from personal growth. That's yeah. what Marie says when Harry she sees that Harry has spotted her. That's right. And Marie is like, go talk to him. He's cute. And she's Sally's like, Really? Um, That's where I was. The oh yeah? Was, yeah. <laughs> but then is Sally in a bit of denial about her feelings? Yeah. So then Harry comes over and Sally's like, "Hey, this is my friend Marie." And Marie is like already out <laughs> the door. Down the yeah, waving goodbye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good.
2: And then don't they spend like the whole day together?
0: Yeah, they both kind of very quickly reveal that both of their relationships have fallen apart since the to- last time they met. Yeah. And um they both are genuinely sorry for what the other person is going through, mm-hmm. which really stuck out to me
2: yeah it shows that they've both like grown it's been a while but also
0: like and i didn't read it so much as growth i mean you're not wrong i don't think but i read it more of this these two moments that they'd had before they formed a bond Mm -hmm. and were genuinely real like both realizing how empathetic they were for the other person that they had formed this bond in this short amount of time
2: with they're also going through basically the same thing at the same time, like a newly ended relationship. Right. Although with Joe, it just kind of ended and she seems like she's okay with it.
0: Joe, she didn't want it anymore, which she, she reveals. She left him. Right.
2: Yeah. That conversation because That comes
0: one later. comes much later. Yeah.
2: Um. But he also apologizes. Yeah. For being a dick on the road trip. And they're friends now. Yeah. They're official friends. He's like, maybe men and women can be friends. And they are friends. Yep. And we're very happy to see it.
0: Yeah. So they hang out basically all day, every day for the rest of their lives, for the next four months or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're
2: just buds. But wait, we have another interlude. We meet, same interview style, same beautiful floral wallpaper. The couple born in the same hospital, but they kept not meeting each other. They like were born in the same hospital. They lived two streets from each other. They moved and they were still like they lived very close to each other. They were having these like parallel lives. They never met. Uh, until they were much, much older and they met in an elevator and he rode up. She was staying higher up in the building than he was. I think it was mm. a hotel. And um, he said, I rode up nine extra floors just to keep talking to her. And that's when she looks at the camera with the sweetest look and says mm. nine extra floors. And <laughs> so sweet. Yeah. The The couple interludes, I feel like every single one is just such a gem.
0: Yeah, they are sweet.
2: So now is... The audio of them having just like a chit-chatty phone conversation. I don't even remember what it's about, but it's over a montage of them hanging out. And then Casablanca comes on the TV. And then it's that really fun split screen of them watching Casablanca.
0: On the phone with each other at their respective apartments.
2: Yes. And this is when he says, Ingrid Bergman, now she's low maintenance. And this is the first time Sally and a young me are hearing the term low maintenance. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> what's that? Uh, so a low low maintenance, everyone knows what yeah, that is now. Yeah. <laughs> it's part of the zeitgeist. And I don't know if it came from this movie or if that was uh, just a term that this movie was using that was of the time. Yeah. I don't know. But we all know what that means. And he tells Sally that she is high maintenance, yeah. citing her ordering at restaurants. Yeah. One of the things I love about this split screen <laughs> And it's so silly, but maybe it's a symptom of me being high maintenance. The tops of their pillows... They're both watching the movie in bed in their respective apartments. And the tops of the pillows line up mm. perfectly. Oh. And God bless the person who did that because yeah. it is just so satisfying to see it lined <laughs> up so well. Yeah. So they have their chat about kind of how they're like lonely but not ready to date yeah. anyone. Like best friend stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And then she... She's like, I'm going to go to bed. And he said, I think I'm going to stay up and moan. Mm-hmm. And he goes, <laughs> But then he hangs up and he does do yeah. that. <laughs> he's like fl- flipping channels. And every time he flips, he goes, uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just a very vulnerable, sweet moment.
0: Yeah. But it, I think it really does highlight, like, the moments that he's not with her. He's just not happy at all. Yeah. Like, and it's it's maybe that's where the romance starts but i think really because you know he's not happy when he's with his with jess you know he's honest and he's grateful for his friendship but he's not happy you know
2: did we have a drink when we did the nine extra floors no we didn't dang it we gotta do it now
0: so which one's this one
2: This is tamarind citrus, and I actually anticipate loving this because I am a big fan of tamarind.
0: It feels really close to the orange turmeric, just in concept.
2: What's the citrus?
0: Orange juice, again. Rosemary.
2: Ooh. Oh, yeah, we're getting that rosemary a little at the end.
0: Yeah, orange is the citrus.
2: What I'm not getting is... The tamarind. I would have expected this to be a lot more tart. It's good. I think it's nice and very sippable, but I don't. I, w- I wish there were more tamarind. I'll be honest.
0: More and more, I'm feeling like the cinnamon is a deal breaker for me with these. Yeah, like I I enjoy them despite the cinnamon. Each flavor I enjoy more or less, but in all cases, my enjoyment is despite the cinnamon.
2: Mm. I'm still sipping on this orange turmeric one. It's making I'm me burp still a lot. On the-
0: yeah, you. Real burpy Betty.
2: Yeah. Y'all could, if y'all could see me just leaning away from the mic to burp away.
0: If they could see me now craning my neck to burp.
2: <laughs> so, in this conversation about Casablanca, also is when, um, just like Sally at the airport bringing up the men and women can't be friends comment, Harry now brings up to Sally, do you really think she made the right decision in this movie? Hmm. Leaving. Mm hmm and Sally's like I said that mm. <laughs> no, no that is not what I think anymore huh. so I thought that was interesting too. yeah I've, I love the way this movie does parallels with them
0: yeah it's, he'll go ahead
2: it's just very like it's a very symmetrical and I really like my math brain really likes that a lot
0: he also says that the this could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship is the best last line of any movie just something I put in my pocket uh, and we'll talk about it later
2: okay Now we're kind of back to them walking around being besties. They go to a museum. Well, first they're just walking around talking about sex dreams. Yeah. (laughs) It's a faceless man. (laughs) Doing what? He rips off all of my clothes. (laughs) And that's it. And then what? Nothing. (laughs) Sometimes I change it up a little. Faceless man. Sometimes she changes up her outfit. (laughs) It's so good.
0: Didn't she say it was since she was a kid?
2: Yeah, since she was twelve. Yeah, I've seen this movie a lot of times. Um, The other thing that is noteworthy to me is at the museum they are talking in silly voices, and if you are familiar with this movie, then you probably also love them saying pecan pie.
0: Is this at the sharper image? Because we got to talk about that.
2: No, that's much later. Okay. So this is at the museum. Got and it. then he asks if she wants to go see a movie later and uh-huh. she has a date.
0: Yep. And, and she's, she's like hesitant to tell him.
2: A little hesitant. And she's and nervous she's, about
0: it, but he's like psyched for her.
2: I feel like there's a look that flashes across his face and yeah. then he's like, yeah, that's great. And she but says, she I should... think
0: it's genuine though. Like, yeah. I think there is a look of like, oh my gosh, I like her. Like yeah. maybe in the back, but. Yeah. I think the the happiness for her is genuine.
2: Yeah. And she says you should get back out there and he's like, I'm not ready. Um and so then the next thing that I have in my notes is the batting cage conversation.
0: Yeah. Batting cages are great.
2: Yeah, they look like they're having a really good Have you ever nice been to a batting time? cage? I haven't. I feel like I would get injured.
0: No, you won't get injured. You'll probably just miss. Oh, I don't mind. Which missing. is fine, but that
2: sounds They're fun. fun. Let's do it. Okay. So they're having a the, uh, batting cage conversation. This is one of the conversations where um his promiscuity comes up. Yeah. And he tells Jess about how he made a woman meow. And that pretty much shuts down the conversation. Yeah. Harry's like still disclosing like feelings. And yeah. Jess is just like, you made a woman meow? Yeah. That's. Oh, he says he's growing. He talks about how he can just be himself with Sally and she's a great friend and it's so fun to be friends with her. Yeah. Basically.
0: Yeah. Was the – I might have to revisit my earlier comments, though. Was the made woman meow – was it like he tricked her into it or was it –
2: No, it was just like he's so good at sex was his – Oh, gotcha. He was okay. bragging. Okay. But for him, he also was Got like – Oh, because he was saying he told Sally that.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. And
2: he was like, and we could say things like that to each other. Uh, And then he gets into that argument with the kid where he acts like a full child. Yeah. Um, I would say that,
0: that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm pushing up my glasses here. Um, that's not cool to talk about your bedroom exploits with your friends. Unless, unless you've had that conversation with your partner.
2: Yeah, that woman probably doesn't want Sally and right. Jess to know. Yeah. about her meowing. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, we've arrived at what? cats's Deli.
0: Yeah,
2: you want me to do? I it? don't want
0: to be a wet blanket.
2: Okay, well, so in the, do you want me to do this? Describe the scene? I'm not, want,
0: I thought you were
2: asking. Nope. if you wanted. I'll describe the scene though. Um, so they're in Cat's Everybody Deli. Knows the scene. She's giving him a hard time for sleeping around so much, and yeah. uh. It, and says, well, then women have faked orgasms with you mm-hmm. if you've slept with so many women. I mean, it's happened. Women do it all the time, and you've slept with a lot of women. It's happened to you. And he's like, I'd know. Then she fakes the orgasm, right. and then I'll have what she's having, which right. that's Billy Crystal's mom, everyone. Huh. Um, What I love about the orgasm part is that it just goes on for so yeah. long. It's, it's one of those... That kind of joke I don't always enjoy where yeah. the joke is that it's just continuing. Yeah. Like, it's funny, then not funny. And then after a while, just the duration makes it funny. Yeah.
0: I think the thing that gets me about it is that she messes up her hair when she's doing yes. it.
2: Well, you have to. Right. It's part of it. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Be the wet blanket. Go.
0: No, I th- I feel like, I don't know. I It's not fair to be the wet blanket. It's because I've seen the scene so many times. It's such an iconic scene. When am I going to come in and be like, no, it wasn't as like,
2: yeah, I mean, at the time it was shocking because no one had seen it.
0: I think as far as iconic scenes coming out of this movie, and this is where I can be a comfortably wet blanket. There's one coming up that I feel like could be more iconic than this one. Okay. But never got that spotlight.
2: There are so many moments in this movie that Mm -hmm. I feel like just stuck with me. And that I reference like either directly or indirectly yeah. <laughs> way more often, like rewatching it. I was like, oh my gosh, so much of my personality comes yeah. from this movie. The so, uh, last thing I want to say about the orgasm scene is how she does it st- when she's done, done. And then she takes the most smug bite of coleslaw, yeah. <laughs> And I thought that is just 10 out of 10. And she
0: does not fix her hair. That's the thing that gets me.
2: She doesn't fix her right.
0: hair. So she just leaves it like over her face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. Yeah. Now there's, like, a Christmas into New Year's montage. They, like, shop for Christmas trees together.
0: This is where I started to get mad. Because you, we were talking about what our recording schedule was going to be. Because mm-hmm. we're recording all these in advance. Yeah. And I was like, we got to watch a New Year's movie. And I had a, I had Hudsucker Proxy, because that's a very New Year centric. He's got to do this by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So it. it new year figures very prominently in it and you were like harry met sally is a new year's movie it's sort of and at this point look spoiler alert you're right you're right (laughs) that it is but at this point i was like is this the fucking new year's part component that she's talking about and i timed it
2: okay a minute
0: and 38 seconds
2: (laughs) but it is a new year's movie everyone just just stay tuned
0: Everybody else has seen it. They all know.
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Maybe someone hasn't. So um, the Christmas to New Year scene ends in them at a New Year's party together. They're dancing together. Mm -hmm. They're each other's dates because neither of them had a date. They say, if we don't have a date next New Year's, Mm -hmm. we'll do this again. Like, this is a great fallback. And Sally says... Another line that to me that's iconic, which is now we look, now we can dance cheek to cheek, yeah. and that's when you see them both realize that they're in love, yeah. but neither of them is ready to say it to each other. right. And now we're at another couple. Mango chili. This is the mango chili tapache the the mango smell, I am already way here for it. Incredible. Wow, wow, wow. This one's my favorite, for it's sure. It's the best one. Spoiler.
0: It's the best one. I don't know. I don't know if I could drink a full one of it.
2: Doesn't, it, it doesn't
0: feel like... It's syrupy, kind of. The mango part's real heavy.
2: Yeah, mango's that way, but I like it. I could drink a whole one.
0: It feels uh, treatier than than the others.
2: Sweeter? Uh, just,
0: like, texture-wise.
2: What's in it besides mango and chili? Is there still cinnamon and...
0: Um, oh, um... It says a sweetie treat texture polymer added to it. All right. So I see the mango puree. That's the difference. Mm. It's a mango puree. It's a mango puree, everybody. Lime juice, mango extract, lime extract, Mm -hmm. cinnamon, chili extract. So I ordered all of these because I Googled mango chili soda. Because I like the mango chili nerds so much.
2: Yay!
0: And found these guys. And I'm glad I did. But, so I got the sampler pack, because I was like, ooh, fun podcast idea. And.
2: But really was a fun Yeah, podcast.
0: I'm glad I did it, sure. But really, it was a reason to try the, this mango chili out. I had one earlier. I had a sip of one earlier. Did not like it. And I think it was because, like, the whole idea of the drink was new to me
2: mm-hmm. you know you weren't ready
0: right so now here i've had a four example on ramp to this one mm-hmm. and i think that was really helpful um but i gotta say you, when chili is in the title yeah I want a little bit of that kick
2: yeah it's not as spicy as you I'm doing think. a little
0: turn the ignition gesture with my hands yeah like i want to like that
2: not enough chili i agree yeah Dave's still turning that ignition. Nothing's happening. Nothing's
0: happening. It's not even turning over. It's just like clicking.
2: Okay, so we're the next couple. This is the couple that I was at the boys' camp. She was at the girls' camp, and they had a a dance with the two camps together. And he walked across the room, and she thought he was walking across to, to ask her friend Maxine to dance. And she says, people were always crossing rooms to talk to Maxine. And he said he wasn't, and they talk about how they fell in love and now they're married. And he said, I knew you the way you know about a good melon. And I thought that was such a sweet, (laughs) pure thing to say. That's a really sweet, I thought that was a really sweet one. They're all sweet. I keep saying they're all, they're sweet. They're all sweet. This cuts to a part that I always forget about with this movie, Mm. Uh, the setup. Where Sally and Harry go out to dinner with Marie and Jess, who don't know each other. And Harry is trying to set up Sally and Jess. And Sally is trying to set up Marie with Harry. Guess what happens? Jess and Marie click almost instantly. She loves his writing. She's, like,
0: familiar with his writing. She quotes an article. It's like,
2: I read that in The New Yorker. Yeah. And he's like, I wrote that in The New Yorker. (laughs) And then he says, I also wrote this. And she's like, I love that. And then Harry and Sally are just, like, sharing awkward looks across the table, trying to steer the conversations back to the person they're supposed to be.
0: Yeah.
2: It's not working. Uh, And then after dinner, they're, like, walking. And Jess and uh, Marie pulls Sally aside to make sure she's not interested in... Mm -hmm. jess and then jess has pulled harry aside to make sure he's not interested in marie and both of them are like no it's fine i'm not but don't do it now because harry is vulnerable right now sally is vulnerable right now and they're like okay and then marie says i don't feel much like walking right now i'm gonna get a cab and jess Jess says says that. oh jess says that and then marie says (laughs) i'll come with you and they immediately leave (laughs) 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 so so good yeah
0: their relationship is great,
2: and your laugh at that moment. I wrote a note, just honestly, like I was loving watching you enjoy this movie uh, so much because I have so many deep feelings about it just from watching it so much yeah. during such a formative time in my life. Yeah. Like it was very like validating to be like, oh no, this movie's hilarious. Yeah, and wonderful. it was
0: very very funny.
2: Um, so I enjoyed that a lot. So thank you for laughing. <laughs> um. Oh, and now now it's another couple. So Is it? It's another couple and we're out of drinks. Yeah, this is I think the last couple. Okay. They're in an arranged marriage. He and she live one village over from each other. And um the man who sets up the marriage asks if he's interested. He's like, mm, let me think about it. The guy's like, Okay, but you can't meet her beforehand. And he sneaks over to her village to make sure that she's pretty, basically. And um, He decides that she is. And so he says, let's do this. And now they're married for a long time. Yeah. They don't say how long or I didn't write it down, but and they seem perfectly happy. Yeah. And she didn't say much. She didn't say anything. (laughs) She just like is a smiling and nodding next to him. And it's very sweet. Yeah. So now it's four months later and they're shopping for wedding gifts for Jess and Marie. Yeah. At the sharper image. At the sharper image. I knew you couldn't wait for this. Take it. No, the
0: sharper image is, it's awful now, but it's still amazing. Like now, the sharper image is either a catalog or just like a little shoebox in a mall that has all of the world's amazing innovations just like crammed together. But what the sharper image used to be was a store that represented the. Best of of what we could achieve from a consumer product perspective.
2: I always think of it as the place in the mall where we'd go to sit in the massage chair. Yes,
0: yes. But in the 80s, though, it was boutique. This sharper image is like a department store level sharper image where there's plenty of room to move around. Each thing is on its own pedestal and there's plenty of space between pedestals. Yeah. and so they're looking at stuff. They're talking about stuff, and they see a karaoke machine. Which he calls that, it a song machine.
2: At that time, it was a pretty new, yeah. to the U.S. thing.
0: Yeah, they start singing together and goofing around.
2: They're singing "Surrey with a Fringe on Top." Yep. And all of a sudden, Harry. And
0: she's terrible at it.
2: She's terrible, yeah. but it, like she's trying though. Like yeah, she's, she's just
0: had, they're having fun, and they don't care who's
2: watching. Her voice is is like way off key, but like she's really into yeah. it, which is great. And then Harry stops dead, and she's like, it's my voice, isn't it? Oh, yeah. But it's not her voice. It is that he sees. He said, I see Helen. And then right into the mic, Sally says, (laughs) Helen? Helen? (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, Helen, the most smug person I've ever seen, comes over. She seems so intent on hurting Harry in this moment. She's there with Ira.
0: Ira, that's right. I was going to say Ian.
2: Doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: equally pretentious. Yeah,
2: (laughs) 80s names. So sorry to no, any Ira's Ians worse. or Iras. Yeah. Ira. <laughs> sorry to any Iris out there. Yeah. We love you. Thank you for listening. And they Leave just- Leave a
0: review if you are an Ira.
2: Yeah. Five stars, please. Yeah. They um they have a conversation that's just terrible. I don't even, I feel like I've covered my eyes.
0: I don't think that was even a conversation. I think it was introducing Ira. There's uh, introducing Sally. There's a weird pause. And then she's and then like, she's, bye, Harry. Yeah. She says bye.
2: Yeah, and so in the next scene, they're at Jess and Marie's house, Mm -hmm. and Jess and Marie are arguing over this wagon wheel table, which is god-awful. Yeah. But Jess loves it, and Marie is like, Sally? And Sally says, no, it's awful. And then Harry has a full breakdown and starts yelling. Yeah. The argument ends up being Harry and Sally out front just yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. He's mad at her for not being devastated about breaking up with Joe. Oh, yeah. You never get upset about anything. Yeah. And she's like, don't put this on me. Right. Um. And he's like, I'm sorry, that was shitty. And then right as the fight wraps up and they have their sweet, like, we're friends again hug, Jess storms out with the wagon wheel. Yeah. Glares at Sally. Yeah.
0: Well, no, Harry agrees with Jess at first that the wagon wheel's cool, but then as he marches out of the house in the middle of their argument, he flips and says the wagon wheel sucks.
2: Yeah, and Jess says, I thought you liked it, and Harry says, I was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see Jess and Marie, and this is another line that, that sticks in my brain, that's burned in my brain. Um, I want you to know that I will never want that wagon wheel coffee table. <laughs> oh, because Harry says, before he storms out, yeah. he says like you're, you hate it now, but when you get, div- when you get divorced, yeah. you're going to fight tooth and nail to keep this wagon wheel coffee table. Yeah. Oh, this awful wagon wheel coffee table. Yeah. That's when he turns on Jess before he goes outside. Well,
0: and that's... That kind of caps off this whole attitude that he's had with them the whole time of like make sure you're you're marking who's is who's put your name in all the books do like get ready for divorce basically
2: yeah he's the whole time he's in the apartment yeah. with them is ramping up to this meltdown yeah which and Sally like as she's walking out is like he just ran into Helen yeah and you can see they both forgive him instantly right. the friends
0: and the. To land the plan on what you were saying earlier, Jess walks out with the wagon wheel. and He, he looks not just at Sally, but at Harry and Sally.
2: Yeah, Judas. <laughs> he says,
0: "Don't say a word." <laughs> I was being and nice. it's just the wheel too. It's not the table.
2: It's probably <laughs> got to be thought... disassembled because it's so big and heavy and hideous. I just assumed
0: like they kept the table but took the ugly part out of it. <laughs>
2: oh, that's a good compromise. Yeah. The next scene's important for two reasons. First of all, they're at. A party at jess and marie's mm-hmm. they're playing pictionary yep. harry and sally are each there with their partners and you can see that each of them like kind of stealing jealous glances yeah.
0: and not really enjoying who they're with like they're on the other side of a pillar where sally's talking to her boyfriend that's her at date. The,
2: that's at new year's eve oh it, no it's no oh, she's talking it? to her date oh
0: and she's like fake laughing at her date
2: that's at new year's eve and she says I'm leaving and Marie says, Oh, yeah. yeah, This is at the party. They're just, they seem fine with their partners, but Mm. uh, Harry and Sally are kind of bad mouthing. She was like, Doesn't she seem young for him? Mm. And he says something to Jess too that I can't remember. But the other thing, the very important, most important thing about this scene is that they are playing Pictionary and Sally is drawing baby talk and Jess loudly confidently shout baby fish mouth which is a joke i make often and i don't think anyone gets it because they maybe don't remember this line but baby fish mouth is like yeah is one of my favorite lines from this whole movie i honestly. just kept
0: like i was hung up on you just do a dialogue bubble coming out of the mouth and then you point yeah at the dialogue bubble like she was drawing it she drew a baby passable baby
2: everybody got baby she drew lips
0: and then she drew arrows coming out of the lips Yeah. And I was like, I get it because I'm really smart, apparently. But if people weren't getting it, the solution is not to draw more arrows. Yeah. You draw the dialogue bubble.
2: Yeah. Then you change tactics. That's Pictionary 101. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The next beat of the story is Harry's reading a book and you see him flip to the last page to read it. Ah. So he's getting dark over there. And do you
0: think that that's like a return to the darkness? Because of seeing Helen again? Like that maybe he w- hadn't been like that for a while?
2: Oh, maybe. Maybe it is. That's a good point. This is when the phone rings and it's Sally and she's like, can you come over? Um, and it turns out that Joe is has not only met someone, but they've known each other for like two months and they're getting married. And she said she's realized that It's not that he didn't want to get married to anyone. It's that he didn't want to marry her. Mm -hmm. And that's when she says, And I'm going to be 40! When?
1: Someday! In eight years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The way she describes it was that when they were together, when she and Joe were together, they were proud of the fact, like, she wanted to get married and do all of the things. But he kind of convinced her that they didn't and was pointing out all these benefits like we can just take off to Rome wherever we can have sex on the kitchen floor whenever you know um but then that she left him because they never went to Rome <laughs> they never did these things yeah. you know so it was kind of this ideal and then to learn that he was getting married was like oh this was never about getting married this was about marrying me which i felt like I don't know. Going through all of that to land there really made it hit really hard for me, and it became a "what's wrong with me" scenario. Not just this bad thing happened, but I've been shown that that I'm a problem. You know? Yeah, it which feels very really personal. hard. Yeah,
2: it is really hard.
0: So then they do it.
2: Then they do it after, but not before she goes through like an entire box of tissues, which. Match the quilt on her bed, which I think. (laughs) Her
0: bedroom is wild.
2: It is really wild. For someone as meticulous as she is, you would think the quilt doesn't match the comforter.
0: She has a rattan headboard or a wicker headboard that is a storage unit.
2: I mean, that rules. Yeah. But
0: it's very unique and strange.
2: Yeah, it's a weird room. Yeah. So then they have sex. And after they do, it's a shot of them, overhead shot of them Mm -hmm. lying in the bed. And you can see... Harry, he's freaked out being like, do I have an early squash game? Do I have an early meeting? What do I say? And she's like oblivious and blissed out.
0: She's, she's like, this is, we're in a relationship now. Yeah. Like we got there Mm -hmm. and he's, I don't know that. I think that you're right, but I don't know that it's that fully formed yet. I think he's just panicked because the script flipped so quickly yeah. And because he wants it, but also doesn't want this.
2: He's like, yeah, he's scared, especially af- right after seeing Helen.
0: So the thing that I was going to say earlier that I was holding for a minute was because I wanted this to happen. Like the way that they both react to the bad news of the relationship that was the friend, like the threat of their the creation of their friendship is that Harry goes back to Harry from the beginning of the movie, basically. He's dark. He's. You're right. He doesn't trust anybody. He's. And that's where I was saying, like, the flipping to the last page thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that tracks with him at Jess and Marie's apartment from basically up until Sally calls him, Mm -hmm. is Harry from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then Sally's reaction to the same news is to lean in. Yeah. And to embrace you know, her friends and and the people who are close to her. And I think that that's, so it says something about both of them, that that's how they react to more or less similar news. Yeah. But also I think that's where like Harry going into that situation from that darkness and realizing like all of this progress that he's made, like in being a friend and having a friend Real, this is what's different about the sex constantly, regardless of the emotional layers on top of it. Like, And he's seeing that now. Mm-hmm. He's seeing that as they get into it. And that's what he's freaked out about on the other side of it. Yeah. You know, is that there's no point from that moment on that he's not going to hurt her. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like he was trying to get into that situation. He even says as much later. Yeah. on but so he didn't he, it's not like he manipulated her but he's also in a situation where he knows that his best friend is going to be hurt because he doesn't want what they what she wants Yeah, and the more that she piles on the the bliss and the sweetness I think the more it reinforces that to him that's why he's getting like more and more freaked out in the bed and then there's an awkward silence and she's like do you want to go to sleep and he's like yes
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes and then in the morning she wakes up to him like finishing getting dressed yeah. like about to sneak out yeah and she has the this deer in headlights look on her face yeah and then it is it's oh meg ryan in this movie is great
0: she's like 15 in this movie too i know she's, no, there, she's yeah. young but
2: not <laughs> um the next and then they both immediately call their best friends mm-hmm they both immediately call. She calls Marie and he calls Jess. And now there's a four-part <laughs> split screen. And what I want Because wonder- they're in bed together. Yeah, Jess, Jess and Marie. They have phones
0: on each they, side of the bed. They have two lines. Two numbers. Yeah. Two numbers. Well,
2: they both have very big important yeah, jobs, yeah. I think. But um and I guess they need to be reachable. Well, he's a reporter.
0: I think it's important to point out that everybody in this movie is wildly successful.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, the apartment that Harry has <laughs> yeah. is unbelievable.
0: And they never work.
2: No, they're never working. <laughs> So this this is a four-part split screen. The phone rings. Oh, what I wanted to point out was, so Harry, I mean, Sally obviously is home. So mm-hmm. she just picks up her phone and calls uh, yeah. Marie. The reason that the phone call happens at the same time, Harry's on a payphone. Yeah. He's like in her lobby or yeah. something making yeah. this call. Or like he's in inside a building, but like he's on a payphone. He yeah. can't even wait to get home. He calls Jess yeah. right away.
0: Which I think, again, like...
2: That's very healthy. Would he healthy. have done
0: that? Would he have done that in 1977?
2: Called a friend about that. or those?
0: 1982? Like
2: he would have just instantly, goes, yeah.
0: Before being comfortable, would he have done that? You know,
2: yeah. I, so agree. I think it's
0: still growth, and I think like, yeah, it's messy growth.
2: Yeah, and then they so they are having this conversation in bed next to each other. Yeah. yeah. And Harry or Sally said, "Is someone in there?" Is that-? <laughs> Is that Jess? Is he on the phone? Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 it's the TV. And then yeah. Harry, they, Jess and Harry have a similar exchange. It's very comical and yeah, cute. The, it is cute. They do just not a ton of split screens. I feel like a split screen can be very hokey. Yeah. They do it not too much and they pull it off very elegantly every time. I enjoy that.
0: Yeah. I feel like the whole movie is, is, is a really dumb thing. The whole movie's a bunch of scenes. <laughs> <laughs> but. We were talking about after the movie. This movie is like five dialogue segments Mm -hmm. and then it's over. And I think it's very theatrical in that way. Like this felt like a stage setup, you know? Yeah. So at the end of this call, the split screen goes away and it's just Jess and Marie in bed. And that's where Marie says, promise me that I'll never be back in it. (laughs) And he he turns to her and says, I promise you, you'll never be back in it. I thought that was so sweet. It
2: really was. Like eye contact and everything. So sweet. And then they like, they hug, I think. Yeah. Just sweet. So they haven't, Harry and Sally have an awkward dinner and presumably no more contact after that until they're at Jess and Marie's wedding.
0: The dinner is something that he sets up as he's sneaking out because he wants it to be like,
2: we're still friends. Right, right. Yeah, that doesn't work. And at
0: the dinner, they both were trying to figure out when to say that it was a mistake.
2: Oh, yeah. He wants her to say it first, and she hopes she says it first. And so they both get what they want. Right.
0: (laughs) And then, so she says it, he agrees, like, too quickly. Yeah. Oh, thank God. (laughs) And that's when um, she gets deer in headlights again. Yeah. Because she knows she's lying. Mm -hmm. And he... He is probably lying.
2: Mm-hmm. So they presumably don't see each other again until Jess and Marie's wedding. when Where she's the maid of honor and he's the, oh my God. Groomsman? Best man? Best man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and they keep having these awkward mm-hmm. like eye contacts across the altar where like they don't want to be so close to each yeah. other. And then they have a huge fight at the reception. Yes. And he makes some analogy to... This was
0: the other iconic moment that I thought was up there with the diner scene. Oh,
2: then you do it because I don't where remember. Where I
0: don't know. Oh, I'd have to look it up. I
1: wrote down... It's dog years. I mean, are we going to carry this thing around forever? Forever? It just happened. It happened three weeks ago. You know how a year to a person is like seven years to a dog? Yes. one of us supposed to be a dog in this scenario yes
2: who is the dog you are i am i am the dog mm-hmm. i am the dog i I don't see that harry if anybody is the dog you are the dog you want to act like what happened didn't mean anything
1: i'm not saying it didn't mean anything i am saying why does it have to mean everything
2: because it does You should know that better than anybody Because the minute that it happens You walk right out the door
1: I didn't walk out
2: No, sprinted is more like it
1: We both agreed it was a mistake
2: The worst mistake I ever made
1: What do you want from me? I don't
2: want anything from you
1: Fine, fine, but let's just get one thing straight I did not go over there that night to make love to you. That is not why I went there But you looked up at me with these big weepy eyes Don't go home tonight, Harry Hold me a little longer, Harry What was I supposed to do?
2: What are you saying? You took pity on me?
1: No, I was... Fuck you
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. To slap. me, and that, that
0: is a more like I get why the diner scene is so popular,
2: right? Of course, and I
0: get the novelty of it too, is because like it features an orgasm, you know, like and you can clip that out and and share that and be like, wow, look what this movie does, you know? Yeah. But I feel like there's such a like bare hearted realness to that conversation and it sums up so much just casual misunderstanding and and wrong words making things worse and like it's the whole movie in in a nutshell you know Mm -hmm. it's just it just really got me
2: yeah i was like why
0: how have i never seen this scene before you know
2: yeah it's a great scene yeah so then we're at another – It's a, this is a quick montage, but one of them is of her buying a Christmas tree by herself and, like, struggling <laughs> with it. And when she walks into the apartment with her Christmas tree, Harry is leaving an apology voicemail on her machine, mm-hmm. which she does not return that call. And then you see him leaving um, – Multiple, yeah, just voicemail after voicemail, getting more and more desperate, but not in like a scary way. Like right. he gets jokey. He, he's trying. He didn't r- have anything
0: else to say. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah.
2: But he's like, he's he just really wants his friend back. Like yeah. he's he's not being. I feel like in movies sometimes he's this kind Matt of Dillon. thing. What? He's
0: not Matt Dillon in Singles. Right. Yeah.
2: Yes. It doesn't come off as like, this would be very frightening to me. Like, he doesn't seem scary. It doesn't seem like he's going to show up at her house. Yeah. He's just like, please call me. I really miss you. Yeah. Like, being sweet and not escalating the vibe, I guess. Yeah. Just to sound like real woo-woo about it, I guess. So finally, he's leaving another voicemail, and she picks up, and they have a conversation uh it doesn't go great, and she says, I'm not your consolation prize. Goodbye, basically hangs up on him. Yeah. Oh, he's like, Hey, it's New Year's Eve, and we always it's New Year's Eve again. And we said that if you didn't have a date and I don't have a date, do you have a date? I don't have a date. And she's like, Goodbye, Harry.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh that's when she says, I'm not your consolation prize. So then Harry is watching New Year's Rock and Eve and even yeah. Malamar's. <laughs> As you do. (laughs) That's what says sadness more than that.
0: Later that night, last night, after you went to bed, I was watching Sports Night. They were eating Malamars on Sports Night.
2: Really? Yeah. Cute. Malamars were good. "Ah." Yeah. Aw. That's sweet. So Sally's at the New Year's party at Jess and Marie's, and she's stuck dancing with someone who seems, not like he's mean, but he just seems terrible. Yeah. He's like flinging her all over the dance floor, and she's clearly not into it. And, uh... Harry. Then it cuts to Harry on a walk by himself. Um, It's
0: like window shopping. Yeah, talking about or it's internal, I guess, like about how this is a great chance to
2: catch up on my window
0: window shopping.
2: Yeah, and then you see Sally at the party talking to the bad dancer, and this is the scene you're thinking of with the column. So Sally's leaning on a column, and on the other side of the column is Marie. Yeah, Sally is like. And who's yeah. talking to Jess <laughs> and Sally's talking to the guy. So they're back to back pretty much. Yeah. And the guy makes a terrible joke. I don't remember, but Sally fake laughs and she turns to Marie and is like, ha ha ha, I'm going home. Yeah. And then Marie says, you'll never get a taxi.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so this I'm going home thing happens a few times and finally she's like. I'm go. I'm leaving. I'm just going to walk. Like I have to go. Yeah. I don't know if she says so, I'm going to walk, but it's implied. She's like, I don't care if I can get a taxi or not. I have to get out of here. She doesn't want to get to midnight and see everybody kiss and be by herself and, I guess, yeah. doesn't want to kiss bad dancer. So she's doing that, and that's when Harry, we cut to him, and that's when he sees the couple, and he starts just running yeah. to the New Year's party. And that's what I wrote. See, it's a New Year's movie. <laughs>
0: right. This is the part where I was like, okay, it's a New Year's movie. Yeah. yeah. He can't get a cab.
2: Yeah, Mary oh, was right. The other thing about the scene um and this is true throughout, no matter how frantic a scene might be, the music is just real mellow. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. did the soundtrack and yeah. it's just like like chill, like jazzy Christmas vibes the whole time. Including as he's sprinting through the city because he can't get a cab as Marie predicted. You can't get a cab right now. And he gets to the party and he professes his love in an adorable way. I kind of want to find the audio of that.
1: still smell your perfume on my clothes and i love that you are the last person i want to talk to before i go to sleep at night and it's not because i'm lonely and it's not because it's new year's eve i came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible
2: and then they make up and then they kiss yep and it's very sweet yeah and then we cut to our last couple scene and of course, the couple is them. And my favorite part about that is the coconut cake with the chocolate sauce mm. on the side.
0: And that's the movie.
2: And that's the movie. Yeah.
0: I want to talk about something I've been holding on to the whole time, which I'd never seen this, like we said. I loved it. That was a wonderful movie. I was pretty disappointed that they ended up together.
2: Really? Yes. You wanted I them thought, to prove that men and women can be friends. I thought
0: that's what this whole movie was winding up to. Yeah. And when he said, "the this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, is the best last line of the movie, I thought that's where, again, I was like, all right, this is where they're headed. And then it got conventional.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. I feel like it's a very feminist movie. And then at the end.
0: I do feel like these stories about like just a great friendship, They get rarer and rarer because they do exactly what the movie is complaining about in the first half of the movie. It gets redirected and sluiced into, are they going to be in a romantic relationship with each other? Yeah. And it's like, can we just have powerful friendships? Can we just have, you can have so many more amazing friendships in your life than you can, like, soulmate, you know, romantic relationships, And what kind of world would it be if we were all as open and honest with each other as Harry and Sally were with each other? Why did it have to turn into that?
2: That's a good point. And it is kind of a letdown.
0: Right. And I would have loved for there to be this romantic portion of it and for it to get complicated like it got complicated and for it to land at a strong friendship on the other side of it. Like I thought... Again, like I thought this was where it was headed. <laughs> so then when they got together, I was like, that it's not not nice. You yeah, know? It's sweet. Right. But it's safe. Maybe people don't want to see that. Maybe people didn't want to see that in 1984. Maybe people don't want to see that now. And I get it, but I thought this movie was taking a really big swing and then it it didn't. But that said. I thought it was a really great movie. I thought there wasn't a down moment in it all. It was just really well paced, really bright, really clever. All of the things that everybody has been saying about it for thirty years. <laughs> I'm finally saying about it too. So Yeah. I'm glad you suggested it. Thank you for suggesting it. And I'm I feel better for having watched it.
2: I'm glad. Yeah. I feel like I've throughout this expressed my feelings about this movie pretty clearly yeah I love it yeah I love this movie I agree though that the ending it would be an even better movie
0: it would be it would be incredible if it went there I think
2: I think so especially for the time yeah for the year and I think we need we need that 1989 we need
0: what 1989
2: was when it came out oh yeah no no did it July 14th, 1989. Huh. You know, that's when you release a New Year's movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like we need that story, though. Like, we need we need to remind ourselves of that.
2: I agree. I think we do need more stories about strong friendships. I think friendship isn't valued enough in, like, our media. It's It seems like any good friendship, I guess any friendship between people who could potentially be attracted to each other. Right. Like it has to become romantic,
0: which is exactly what Harry is saying <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, right? And I
2: think that just persists. I think you're right. right. <laughs> Maybe we need a, a Harry, when Harry met Sally, too. Yeah,
0: but I for what it is, it's amazing. It's great. Yeah. Um,
2: I just feel like also it tackles a lot of serious stuff. They have a lot of like every even the heartfelt conversations like are punctuated with yeah, like. Jokes that don't even cheapen the moment, like yeah. the, the wave, yeah. like kind of like sort of taking the heat a little bit out of the conversation about Helen, but it's still a sweet heartfelt conversation. Yeah. I yeah. think they just do that really well. Yeah. It almost makes it feel like, yeah, it's normal to talk about your feelings. Yeah. It's fine. It's a thing you do in the world. Yeah. I, li- I like that about it a lot.
0: I agree. I agree. And I do feel like what it ended up being was kind of the template that. Sleepless in Seattle would then build on and you got mail would then build on like yeah. the the conversations with the guy's friend and the the woman's friend and like just the pacing of them all and how they all meet and how it's like oil and water at first. Is it oil and water or oil and vinegar? Those are the ones that either one really separate.
2: They both do, but it's oil and water, is the the phrase. Oil and
0: water at first, and then salad dressing at the end. Like, yeah. But I feel like this one has so much more charm and character and heart than the other ones do.
2: I think you're right. It does kind of get lumped in with other romantic comedies from that time. Yeah, I think
0: this was the like they all copy this. I think you're right. Yeah,
2: it was. Definitely, for me, the first one yeah. that I saw. And I went down the path with a lot of those, but got a little weary of them after a while.
0: So mango chili's at my top. Hell yeah. Ginger, apple. Mm-hmm. Same. Next, uh, tamarind citrus. No, sorry, pineapple, original flavor, whatever. Hmm, okay. Third.
2: We deviate. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: tamarind <laughs> citrus, fourth. And then orange turmeric, fifth.
2: So for me, it was mango chili, then apple, then orange turmeric, then tamarind citrus, and then original at the bottom. I felt like yeah, I liked it when I had it, but then after I had all wow. those others, I was like, I mean, I still like it. I like to be clear, I liked all of these, and I would drink any one of them. But if I, I'm ranking them, is what we do. And for me, I drank that one. and I was like, ooh, this is good. And then I drank all the other ones, and I was like, ooh, these are real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the journey I went on.
0: That's a good journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's shout out the company again.
2: Sure. So the company is De La Calle, and the drink is called Tapache. Uh, and it comes in five flavors that we just listed uh, a couple times. You can get it online. And I think it's in a few stores, but it's not widely available in stores. Yeah,
0: I ordered it online at Delicae.mx.
2: Yeah, and you can order it from them, and there's a store locator on their site, too, if you want to try these, which I recommend you do. And I like the idea of using it as a mixer, but since I don't drink... I'm trying to think of what I could mixer it with.
0: Yeah. If think- anybody listening has stuck around to this point and can answer this question. So really narrow field of, of uh, question uh, people to receive the question and maybe even fewer that can answer it. Um, advise on a beer that I should like split this with. You know, yeah. if it's if it's if you are supposed to add beer to it, do I add a lager to it? Do I add like what kind of beer? you know
2: yeah cuz i think you're right i think an ipa probably that would be that be a lot it'd be a lot of a lot yeah although i've done shandies with ipa i think the mango would work well with an ipa i don't know about traditionally but i mean in your mouth i think it would work well yeah. i when i did drink i have a mango lime shandy that uses ipa and it's lovely yeah i love a shandy i wonder if there's a way i could do a shandy what would you do if you wanted to do, like, a fake shandy? Something to give you a... I guess I could use non-alcoholic beer, but something... I don't know. I've never think, had non-alcoholic Hey,
0: beers. if you're doing a shandy,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're already at a disadvantage because shandies aren't very good.
2: I love shandies. I disagree with you. Really? Yeah, I love a shandy. I have, like, four... I have, like, four recipes for shandies on my uh, blog, I'm pretty sure. Because I love them so much.
0: <laughs> I've just never, like... If I want to get refreshed by a beer, and maybe this is answering my tapache question for me, um, like mixing a beer with something else, like a Michelada or any of the, like, just give me the beer.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love them. I started drinking shandies in college. I would mix my beer with lemonade, which is like classic. Yeah, if anyone has ideas for ways to use this as mixers for drinks, both alcoholic and not please yeah. get at us. We would love your advice because I want to keep drinking these and we have five open cans. So, Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us out. They use an algorithm. Reviews make a difference and we just love reading them too. And we'll read it on the pod. Yeah. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue & Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes, including those shandies, at (laughs) GlueAndGlitter.com.
0: I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram.
2: And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode or you just want to say hi, you can write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. Or you can just direct message us on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every single one. Just ask our friend, Dim Kitty.
0: Hey, Happy New Year, BT Dubs. Oh, yeah.
2: Happy New Year, Toeheads. Have a safe... This
0: one's going to be good. How dare you? This one's going to be good.
2: David Streepy. What? Oh, my God. What? Curse us that way.
0: I'm sending best wishes that this one's going to be good.
2: More regards, Toeheads.
0: Oh, don't do that. Don't disregard <laughs> it. <laughs> can you give a true well wish can you break out of your hairy shell that's right
2: right let me channel I'm, my sally
0: yeah i didn't mean a sh- shell that was hairy
2: yeah you did let me get my clippers yeah, you are a little <laughs> yeah happy new year everybody i hope that it's a good night and that you stay safe and that you have an awesome 2022 talking tofu is a production of caddington inc Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye.
0: Oh, that it's a good night because you expect anybody to listen to this the day it comes out. Shh.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.